You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all of you Foxborough faithful. You are now locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. It is Wednesday, July 7th, 2021, and even though it's hump day midweek, it's still time for a little hashtag Locked On Murph here on your daily home for news, notes, and analysis infused with the occasional opinion on your six-time Super Bowl champions, the New England Patriots. Locked On Patriots is presented today by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today and tell them Locked On sent you. Happy Hump Day, Patriots Nation, and thank you for joining me here on this midweek episode of the pod. My name is Mike DeBate, and I cover your New England Patriots for Patriot Maven of Sports Illustrated. I am also your host of the Locked On Patriots podcast, which of course is a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And folks, because it's your team every day, that means your questions, comments, and feedback are always welcomed and very much appreciated. So share that feedback. Send it to the internet by reaching out to me and following me on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. And while you're out there doing some Wednesday wandering through that Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at L-O underscore Patriots. Well, folks, a former first-rounder for your New England Patriots apparently wants out of New England, and another current first-rounder has inked a deal to stick around for a little while. We'll start with the bad news first, and obviously you know I'm talking about Nikhil Harry. And the enigmatic wideout has apparently requested a trade from New England. This after his agent, Jamal Tucson posted a statement indicating that Harry, in fact, wanted out of New England and was looking to continue his football journey elsewhere. Of course, Harry has become quite the polarizing figure in Patriots Nation. Joined the Pats as the 32nd overall pick in 2019, he was the first wide receiver selected by New England in the first round since 2000. But despite the high expectations surrounding his arrival in the league, Nikhil has really had very little impact over his first two seasons. He's been hampered by injuries during that time, but also the productivity wasn't quite what the Patriots had hoped for. I've been on record several times here on the pod saying that I believe Nikhil Harry had the promise to be a serviceable wide receiver in this league. I just thought he needed the opportunity to bring it all together. Apparently, that opportunity is going to take place elsewhere and not in New England. And as much as I did have hopes for Nikhil Harry, I think it's best for both sides to come to an amicable split and both he and the Patriots go their separate ways. Again, there were times where he made some brilliant catches, flashed some of that skill that likely made him a first-round target for the Pats back in 2019, but more often than not, he has been a minimal factor in the Patriots' offense, just yet to look truly comfortable around Bill Belichick, Josh McDaniels, and the Patriots' offensive brain trust. He definitely had his difficulties fitting in with both Tom Brady and with Cam Newton last season, so maybe a change of scenery is what's best for Nikhil, and maybe a change of scenery is what's best for the New England Patriots. After all, they spent a lot of money in this offseason bringing in players like Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne at the wide receiver position, 
Don't forget John o. Smith and Hunter Henry, who are tight ends, but were brought in to be key pieces of the offense as receivers and facilitators in helping the Patriots find the end zone. So throughout the coming days and weeks, as we head toward training camp, there will continue to be a lot of speculation as to which teams might throw their hat into the ring and try to trade for Nikhil Harry. Will it be Nick Casario and the Houston Texans? Will a travel back home to Arizona to play with the Cardinals be on the table? Reportedly, that's where Harry would like to go. But can the Patriots and the Cardinals come to an agreement? After all, Nikhil Harry did play his college ball at Arizona State, so that would be a likely destination. The San Francisco 49ers reportedly had some interest in Nikhil prior to his being drafted by New England. In fact, so did the Washington football team as recently as this past draft. The Patriots reportedly did not like the package that Washington was offering, but maybe in light of this, they might be inclined to take some pennies on the dollar. Regardless, this will definitely make things interesting for the Patriots' wide receiver core this season, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. But who's going to be throwing these receivers' passes? Well, right now, I'd say the smart money continues to be on Cam Newton. However... Rookie Mac Jones is officially a New England Patriot. The Pats 2021 first-round draft choice, making it official yesterday, and signing on the dotted line the contract worth a reported $15.6 million for four years with a nearly $9 million signing bonus, $8.7 million to be exact. The team also has a fifth-year option. And again, folks, this was pretty much a foregone conclusion, but it's good to see Mac officially in the fold as we head toward training camp in just a couple of weeks. So a rookie quarterback drafted in the first round signs a deal to hang around New England for a little while, and a former first-round selection at wide receiver indicates that he wants out of Foxborough. Always interesting times in New England, and when there is interesting times to be discussed, we need a monster opinion to make sense out of it all. That's right, folks. It might be midweek, but this man dominates every day of the week. That's right. I'm talking about our good green friend, the legendary Thomas Murphy, joining us here for a little hashtag Locked on Murph Wednesday. And anyone who's listened to Murph and I take the microphone simultaneously before knows that the two of us had a lot of complimentary things to say about Nikhil Harry. But now that he stated he wants out of Foxborough and his agent has formally requested a trade, will that change? Well, Murph and I will discuss his thoughts on the potential trade for Nikhil Harry, why he believes it just didn't work out here in New England, and what a potential trade package might look like. We'll also talk about the Patriots' wide receiver room, because after all, life goes on here in Foxborough. Nelson Aguilar, Jacoby Myers, Kendrick Bourne, who made that man a Gunnar Oshelsky, Isaiah Zuber, and more will now be competing to round out a wide receiver room that I don't think is getting quite enough respect. What do I mean by that? Find out when the legendary Thomas Murphy joins me here on the hot seat for this hashtag Locked On Murph Wednesday episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast when we continue. Locked On listeners, when it comes to repairing or maintaining your vehicle, why would you spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? It's still possible to take pride in your ride and even save a little in the process. Visit my good friends at rockauto.com. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks, and they're delivered directly to your door. 
The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and then choose the brands, the specifications, and here's the best part, folks, the prices you prefer. RockAuto.com's prices are always reliably low, and they're the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers just like you and me. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure to put Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Patriots fans, he's mastered Monday. He's tackled Tuesday, but now it's time that he mauls the midweek. And I sincerely thank all of you for all of the scheduling snafus lately. But and council, right, folks? He is here. He is ready to roll. Your favorite and mine, my benefactor in this business, the only guest on this pod with his very own branded hashtag, the Count of Murphy Fisto himself. The legendary Thomas Murphy is back for his weekly appearance here on Locked On Patriots. Thank you for coming to me in friendship. Thank you for joining me today, Don Murph. I'm just glad my check didn't bounce and you you invited me back. <laughs> <laughs> of course, my friend. Uh, we're on a little bit of an abbreviated, I can't even say abbreviated, a little bit of a hectic and manic schedule during the month of July. But we are returning to normalcy here on Locked On Patriots. And what better way to do that than to kick off the week midweek with my good friend right here who, uh, you know, we make Mondays fun, bud. But today... We're going to make Wednesdays fun because it's hashtag Locked on Murph Wednesday. And, uh, buddy, we know you're a wealth of knowledge, but offense, defense, special teams, you bring the knowledge. You always are spot on in your analysis. And as luck would have it, we have some pertinent Patriots news to talk about today. And, of course, that is the potential and now likely trade of wide receiver Nikhil Harry. Yesterday, Harry's agent, Jamal Tucson, issuing a formal request for him to be traded and apparently Harry wants out of New England. Now, Murph, Harry's time here with the Pats has been enigmatic, to say the least. Uh, there were times where we saw flashes of the player that he could become, but they were greatly yep. overshadowed by times where he just struggled to get open, uh, find his rhythm, or really stay healthy. Injuries were a big part of his first two years here in New England as well. Murph, for whatever reason, you know, the Patriots and Harry just never seemed to get on the same page. I think we might have been the last two people in New England that believed that there was still some promise in Nikhil to be that big-bodied receiver that could make tough, contested catches, even throw a block or two. But more often than not, again, Harry just struggled to get open, and that ultimately pushed him further down the depth chart. Buddy, when you look at this situation, is this simply a case of a bad fit here in New England when it comes to Nikhil Harry? Or do you believe that these issues might follow him wherever he goes? Um. A little bit of both, maybe. Uh, it was it was definitely a bad fit here. Um, I told we we've talked at nauseum, um, and and I feel a little betrayed by Nikhil uh, after the way we've we've stuck by him, you and I, over the past couple of years. But um, he he was he was hit by an injury bug early, which kind of put him on the outs with Tom Brady. Uh, he last year he had a a quarterback that could not get him the ball as we had seen him open on many occasions and ignored as to you know whether or not uh, 
Cam Newton could get the ball where he was on that side of the field or, or, or for whatever. But it, it, it was a bad time. This, this was a terrible mm-hmm. time to come to the New England Patriots. Uh, like I said, he had, he had one, one quarterback that refused to throw him a, a ball and another one that, that more often than not couldn't. But when you get right down to it, um, he put himself in this situation uh, with the injuries, not fighting, maybe not fighting through some things that, that would have uh, helped, maybe not understanding the playbook uh, in, in a way that, that somebody um, of his draft stature was probably expected to. And, uh, and now it, it just seems like he saw the writing on the wall with what the Patriots did this off season. And he knew that those opportunities, if you go back and you read the statement that, that was, that was put out there at the end, it was really uh, telling, you know, Nikhil understands that a key ingredient to production is opportunity and his opportunities here were really dwindling and dwindling fast. And that's why his, uh, his agent has, is basically demanding a trade, you know, it, it, trade me right bleeping now uh, to steal a line from Slapshot. <laughs> yeah, and I think you're absolutely right on that. And look, there is a sense of what could have been with Nikhil Harry, I think. Yeah. And I think that will continue to be there uh, regardless of which team he goes to. Uh, I was a little chastised yesterday for including uh, Harry's collegiate numbers in his essential Patriots epitaph that I wrote for Sports Illustrated yesterday. Mm-hmm. But look, bottom line, we're talking about a player that did have the ability to find the end zone, had 73 receptions, 1,088 yards, nine touchdowns. He was a big-bodied receiver, uh, expected to be really what the doctor ordered for the New England Patriots receiving core at the time. And I think in a lot of ways what this did was it provided some hope, some promise uh, for the Patriots to be able to do it. for again, for whatever reason, injuries playing a part of it. Uh, Nikhil's maybe uh, you know lack of ability to take to the coaching that he got here in New England, or maybe just a, a poor fit or him being unhappy just prevented him, I think, from reaching his full potential. Now, I'm not putting this all on the Patriots, and I'm not putting this all on uh, you know the Patriots brass for drafting him. Some of that is on Nikhil, and you mentioned yeah. that. You know, you definitely you have to get after it. You have to take advantage of the opportunities that you're given. And in a lot of ways, I just don't think Nikhil ever really did that. He didn't live up to his expectations. So bottom line, when you appear in only 22 of a possible 32 games, your first two seasons, and you're Bingo. trying to make an impression and be that number one receiver, it's very, very difficult to do that. And, and the Patriots just didn't have, I think, the patience to kind of wait around for him any, any longer when it comes to that. And I think he saw the handwriting on the wall. And now Nikhil's looking at this situation and saying, well, I want to get out now so I can catch on with a team prior to training camp, go through their rigors of training camp, and find a new home. And I think both sides are going to be motivated to try to get this deal done sooner rather than later. And that leads me quite nicely into my next question for you, because life does go on here in Foxborough, buddy. And the Patriots are probably working the lines to see if there is a package that will satisfy them. Now, Mike Giardi of the NFL Network, you know, someone we know and trust very much, had reported around draft time that the Patriots were listening to offers from Nikhil Harry. Right. Nothing was to their liking. And with the issuing of this statement by Nikhil's agent yesterday, uh, it's bad timing for the Pats. I don't necessarily know if it does any favors for Nikhil, if it does any favors for anybody else here, but the Patriots may end up having to accept pennies on the dollar. 
Murph, in your estimation, what might a potential deal for Nikhil Harry look like, and who might his suitors be? Well, I, who might his suitors be? That, that, that's an excellent question. What, what you could get for him is, is some of the things that have happened in the past. We saw uh, Corey Coleman in 2018 get sent to Buffalo for a seventh-round pick. Okay, mm-hmm. he was he was a first round pick. He was taken 15th overall. Um, Philip Dorsett, just to hit things closer to home, uh, he was uh, traded here for Jacoby Brissett. So we could be talking about a player for a player swap. Um, Jonathan Baldwin went to went um, from the Chiefs to the Niners in 2013. That's, that's another one uh, for uh, AJ Jenkins. That's another player for a player mm-hmm. here. Th- those are, those are some of the deals that, that you could expect. I folks do not go out and expect uh kill Harry to, to fetch a third or a fourth round pick, especially after the statement that was made. Um, I, I tweeted out yesterday that yes, by all means, go ahead and, and call all those people that weren't interested in Nikhil on draft night and um, and ask them again what they would give up. This might come down to um, the Patriots either having to release him or uh, or possibly Bill just being spiteful and, and sitting him on the bench for this entire <laughs> year. And we know that he is capable of that. He was ready to do that uh, with Wes Welker uh, a few years ago, uh, just, you know, a decade or so ago when uh, Welker got, you know, irked bill over contract situations and demands and and bill was bill was ready to ready to sit him and if it wasn't for uh julian edelman's injury he probably would have sat most of that entire year i've said that i've been on the record with that many many times over the year who who could he go to texas um, he could go to uh, he, he could go out west and and go to San Francisco, who we just talked about. They could use a pass catcher. Um, mm-hmm. Also, he could go to the Chargers. The Chargers uh, are always in in the mood for an, another pass catcher or uh, a, a place like Cleveland. Or Bill could just do really Bill things and say, you know, you got an eighth round pick. Enjoy being a Jet. <laughs> You know, it's unbelievable, uh, the uh, the vitriol that is thrown at Nikhil Harry. And I saw that yesterday uh, a lot on social media about, yeah. you know, banish him here or banish him there or trade him for a bag of balls. And, you know, I think people forget the first round pedigree that this kid had coming out of right. uh, Arizona State. In terms of the return that they might get for him, I think you're probably looking at a mid-level receiver or a mid-level type player in return. If it is a player for a player swap, if you're looking for draft picks i'm thinking probably a sixth or a seventh uh right know, reasonably um i know some people i saw yesterday somebody you know suggesting that maybe they could get a third for him i think that's way too high in the sky um obviously i mean there's pedigree there the patriots drafted him in the first round just two years ago but his production hasn't really warranted that and again the timing of this statement prior to training camp really i think lessens um you know uh Nikhil's value and it also lessens uh, the patriots bargaining strength yeah but it doesn't it you doesn't help it doesn't. It really doesn't help, which is a little bit surprising. But you know, Baltimore is another landing spot. 
Baltimore is a landing spot. Kansas City, I think, could be a landing spot. You mentioned a couple of intriguing options. Obviously, the 49ers, um, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk have been very good for this team, yeah. but they could use some more talent behind them. James Ritchie, Mohamed Sanu is not going to cut it necessarily. Debo so. Samuel, who I wanted in that draft. <laughs> Absolutely. I know. We got Debo, A.J. Brown, I'm hearing. Yep. Um, you know, and so, I mean, yeah, there are a lot of people that, that there's no question about it. DK Metcalf, there are players that went beyond him and the Patriots unfortunately just didn't get the right fit but there no. were reasons why Nikhil Harry was a target of theirs and he did fit the mold of what they were looking for at the time unfortunately it just didn't work out so the Niners had interest in him during that draft during the 2019 draft but the GM at the time Martin Mayhew was in San Francisco where you know he was that's where he was and he was showing interest martin mayhew right now is in washington with the washington football team so this is a There's team a that good. reportedly sniffed around Nikhil harry a little bit during draft time maybe they look at this as a chance to revisit those talks and maybe now they can put together a package that might be a little bit more to the patriots liking or maybe the patriots asking prices come down a little bit and maybe they can get a deal done here you mentioned the houston texans uh, obviously the nick casario uh, connection. If the Texans dip their toe into this well, then you know that Nick Casario was one of those people that was high on Nikhil Bingo. Harry coming out of college. Um, Nick was very and much I think involved he was. in the draft at that point. And I think, I think he, he was. was as well. So this could be an intriguing option. Maybe the Texans pick up the phone and say, hey, you know what? We'll take them off your hands for this, this, and that, or whatever the package may be. Maybe Bill looks at it and says, you know what? This is a good opportunity. Um, some people have floated around the idea of him going back to Arizona and joining the Cardinals. Um, yeah. Mike Reese of ESPN had mentioned a possible swap for he and Andy Isabella. Now, I don't know necessarily if the Cardinals are going to be willing to do that. Yeah. Uh, believe it or not, a good thought. Isabella was, yeah, yeah. It fills up an a page, thought. and I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I would be the last person to argue with that man <laughs> about anything football. But I, I don't see that. I, I, I yeah. really don't. Yeah, exactly. I think that's going to be a tough one simply because I think Isabella right now has outperformed Nikhil Harry. So yeah. it's really they'd be they'd be bringing him in based off of reputation and potential rather than anything else. So folks, there's a lot of different opportunities out there and a lot of different areas where he could land, but ultimately it looks like Nikhil Harry has played his last game in Foxborough unless Bill wants to stick it to him. And you know, yep. that's a possibility. And folks. It, it so is. It don't really be is people <laughs> don't, don't, you know, do, do not rule out a healthy scratch for 16 games this year for a rookie deal <laughs> honestly do not do yeah. not this is it's, this is how spiteful the man could be <laughs> well we'll see what happens with Nikhil harry but again life goes on and the patriots do have a different wide receiver core than they did in 2020 and will that mean more success on the field well, Murph, because you lend your wisdom and counsel here on Locked On Patriots, again, because you're a wise and considerate young man, we want that wisdom and counsel because we need it here in New England, especially when it comes to the state of the Patriots wide receiver core. Hear my good friend's thoughts on the outlook of this unit in 2021 when the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. Locked On listeners, we've all heard the phrase often imitated but never duplicated. It's a part of the sports fans' lexicon, and that's because only the best athletes and sports teams can provide you with the best possible moments. 
and in that vein, the only ones who could provide the best, healthy, low-calorie, and delicious treats to satisfy all of your snacking needs are the ones who provided the best in the first place. That's right, folks, I'm talking about Built Bar, because no one can do it like they do it. Built Bars are available in a multitude of delicious flavors, 100% real chocolate, soft, easy to chew, and they're not only low-calorie and low-sugar, but also high-protein and high-fiber. Built Bar has no crazy additives, half the calories of its most popular competitors, and get this, seven times fewer carbs, seven times fewer grams of sugar, and more protein. So don't delay, do it today. Prepare your taste buds for wow, and make Built Bar your go-to protein bar right now. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Locked On listeners, get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, NHL, all of your UFC MMA action, and of course the NFL, with the only place that has you covered and the only place we trust. Bet online. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Before the start of your next favorite sporting event, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the greatest sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Head over to the website at betonline.ag and sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the action. Head over to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Patriots fans, Thomas Murphy joins me here on the pod today. It is Wednesday, but it is hashtag locked on Murph Wednesday. And, but in the previous segment, obviously the big story coming out of the Patriots right now is Nikhil Harry's trade demand. That and Mac Jones signing his rookie deal, but that's pretty much a foregone conclusion. Harry basically provides a lot of material for us to talk about first, but it does provide a lot of interesting insight as to what the Pats can expect from their wide receivers this year. This really, I think, is the depth chart on the roster that continues to be the punching bag of the fan base. Those that have an axe to grind with Bill Belichick are going to point to this unit, and they're going to say, this is why Bill can't draft. This is why Bill can't find a good wide receiver. He gives his quarterbacks nothing to work with. I'm tired of us not having any receivers. This, this is very real. These are real sentiments by people yep. claiming to cover the team as well. It's not just right. us. It's not just, you know, it's not just fans or it's not just anybody that is reacting to this the way we do. There are those that cover the team, too, that are pushing this narrative. There's no question about it, buddy. This unit struggled last year, but there have been some additions to this depth chart that I believe are going to make it better than it was in 2020, even without Nikhil Harry. Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, each of these guys fill roles in which the Pats did not enjoy some great production last season. So, But when you look at this wide receivers unit, those guys joining the likes of Jacoby Myers, Gunnar Rochelsky, Trey Nixon, Isaiah Zuber, I'm missing a few here, but you get the point. When you look at this depth chart from top to bottom, First of all, what do you think was the best move the Patriots made in the offseason? And how do you see the veterans on this wide receiver core coming together with the new guys and helping to improve this unit? 
Um, the the best move that the, in in my estimation that they made uh, at at the receiver spot. We're we're not talking pass catchers here, people. And and um, you can send hate mail right to me and and not bother Mike with it. But I, I believe Kendrick Bourne was was the best move that they made this off season uh, with, with the the loss of. Um, of Julian Edelman, this, this kid is going to slip right into the Z. He's he's going to be the move guy. He's going to get separation and catch balls underneath, and turn that into into my 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 fetish yak. Oh yeah, <laughs> and and that's the kid that that's that's you know that's the move that is going to have to work out for this receiving core to uh, be able to get the Patriots back into the playoffs and then who knows what's going to happen. Um, also Nelson Angelor, you know, they, they, they poured a, a ton of cash at him. Um, it, you know, they made him an offer. He couldn't refuse, you know, two years and $22 million. There's your ex guy. He's going to be on the outside, stretching the underneath for, um, for Bourne and, um, and uh, of course, Jacoby Myers, who who surpassed the first round draft pick uh, as an undrafted free agent coming out of the same class. That that was beautiful. And and of course, you know, there, there's there's your guy Gunnar Sluski, uh that that's going to add depth, and he's going to this this could give him some more opportunities when when the, these guys are kicked out outside, and Gunnar moves into that Z uh, situation. That's he's the slot guy that that we all know and love. Um, but no, the the best move, the best move I think that they made, and it just keeps looking better and better with the way things are are uh, panning out, is bringing in Kendrick Bourne. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Bourne is definitely going to be someone that is going to endear himself uh, to the Patriots fan base. I think he's going to be someone that's going to be a uh, an immediate upgrade uh, when it comes to what the Patriots have uh, in terms of playing both on the outside in the slot. I think he adds youth, versatility to New England's yep. wide receiver core. At 49 receptions and 667 yards last year. So, you know, th- there's there's good amounts of opportunity for him to be able to make the move uh, toward a, uh, a more prolific role in a Patriots offense. Nelson Aguilar, to me, is going to be interesting. It's going to be, um, you know, very uh, uh, telltale to see. Everyone expects him to come in, fill that outside role, and I think that's exactly what he's going to. But a lot of people forget that he played primarily out of the slot during his time in Philadelphia. He was primarily, primarily on vertical outside routes with the Raiders. Yep. So this is someone that can do both jobs, and I think it's going to be interesting to see how the Patriots deploy him this year and how they utilize Aguilar. So I'm going to keep my sharp eye there. But again, I think Bourne has the biggest upside and I think he can be the biggest grower in this wide receiver core. Uh, of course, you mentioned my man, Gunnar Rashelski, of course. And we, yep. This is the year we make that man a gunner, not just right. on special teams, but maybe the wide receiver core, uh, you know, gives him a little bit of play as well. But uh, this is going to be an interesting team to watch. And it is. Folks, let's not forget that the Patriots did make two big additions to their pass catching. Right. And that is John o. Smith and Hunter Henry. These guys are here to catch passes. They're here to be offensive weapons. And I think in a lot of cases, people tend to forget that. I think they're forgetting that not only did the Patriots add guys like Nelson Aguilar, guys like Kendrick Bourne, but they also added pieces like a, uh, a John o. Smith and a Hunter Henry. 
those guys are going to be factors in this offense as well. Don't forget so, draft pick from last year, Devin Ron, That leads me quite nicely to my final question for you today. And it seems that we're all in agreement that this wide receiver group will see better statistics than they saw in 2021, whether it be from the addition of the tight ends or the addition of guys like Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne. Uh, there's more catches to be had, I think more plays to be made. Murph, when you look into that big green Murphy and crystal ball of yours that you've looked into now twice here on Locked On Patriots already when it comes to the offensive line, when it comes to the uh, the running back core, what is your 2021 season outlook for this core of wide receivers? Um, the, the, a very serviceable move-the-chains uh, group, um, which is which is the Patriot way which is uh, a group of men that, that can help you march down the field, move the chains, allow uh, Bill to um, wait for the mistake and then hit on it. It, it, this, it all comes down to who's under center and how, long, uh, how well uh, Cam Newton plays early in the season. But I think this is a very good group as a group when you look at it as a group, not when you're, you're picking apart single players. You have to look at it as an entity, almost like an offensive line. These guys are smart. They know football. They've been in systems that, uh, that work well within what the Patriots want to do. And it's it just what I'm, what I'm saying. It's not going to be a lot of flash. It's going to be substance over style. Very well said. Very, very well said. And again, I think a lot of people forget that these are complementary units. Right. They complement one another, the players on the field, whether it be a guy like Nelson Aguilar that can stretch the field a little bit, run outside routes, but also play in the slot. Someone like Kendrick Bourne, who can do the same. He's primarily a slot guy, but he's lined up on the outside. We know he can do that. Gunnar Rochelski can be very uh, versatile. Jacoby Myers, in my opinion opinion is going to take yet another step we've seen him uh accelerate his career each year and i'm really looking forward to seeing what he's going to bring to the table this year so again folks it's going to be fun it's going to be interesting don't necessarily bury this patriots group of wide receivers are they going to be the most talented and the most prolific in the in the national football league there's no question. No, they're not going to. And you know I was lying if I told you that. But they're going to be better than people think. And I do believe that the presence of those two tight end sets plus a very potent running game will allow the Patriots to get away with maybe a perceived lack of a big play guy or that big number one wide right. receiver because they'll have productivity when it comes to the running backs and, of course, when it comes to the tight ends. Do not look Perfect. at yards. Do not look Absolutely. at touchdowns. Look at at the end of the year, people. Look at how many first downs that this group produces. That's going to be the telling sign. If they if the number is up and the number is high, then Bill got what he wanted out of this group of, of wide receivers. He could care less about the money. He could care less about fame and fortune for them going forward. He's paid them. Do what I ask you to do and move the chains. And when they get into the red zone. Watch, you know, watch the 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 uh, the running back core just, you know, really get into the end zone and and drive up the score for for this team and for Bill. Absolutely, very well said, and that to me is going to be the most telltale when it comes yep. to this Patriots team and what they're able to do and the productivity they're going to get from the wide receiver position. 
buddy, what can I say? You lend the wisdom, you lend the counsel like no other. That's why you are familiar here on Locked On Patriots. And it's always my honor when you join me on the microphone. Folks, you should already be following this man. For any of our new listeners, please follow my good friend, that Count of Murphy Fisto, on Twitter at TMurf207. Each and every day, each and every week, the content that this man and the great writers at E2G Sports continue to put out on a daily basis, point, click, learn, enrichment material. Whether you're football fans, whether you're hockey fans, basketball, baseball most definitely. My man Murph is crushing it with his Red Sox coverage. I absolutely love it, and I encourage (laughs) you you to check it out. Of course, never miss an episode of One Patriot's Place with Murph, our great mutual friend Steve Balistrieri. And how can we forget the Countess of Class herself, Miss Claire Clazy Claire Cooper? Go buy Definitely a check all of this out. <laughs> Definitely get the tight endage t shirts. Last time when Claire uh, joined me here, I called her a fashion mogul. She loves it. Might be going to her head a little bit, but no, I'll get aside, Claire. We love you, and we're glad that uh, that things are, uh, are working in that direction. And yeah, folks, definitely go ahead and get yourself a t shirt prior to uh, the 2021 season. But until next week, we look forward to talking more ball, but. I'm always honored, always humbled by your presence, and we look forward to doing this again really soon, my friend. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, folks, head over to E2GSports.com. I've got two new columns up today, two new Patriots uh, columns that I hope that you all like. And, Michael, thank you for uh, always having me back. I'm back whenever you need me, my friend. Well, pleasure and honor is mine, as always, my friend. And uh, we look forward to talking ball with you again right here next week on Locked On Patriots. Until then, bud, stay safe and well. You too. And so, Patriots fans, it might be a midweek start to the festivities here on Locked On Patriots, but we are just getting started with the week's content. So to be sure that you do not miss a single second of the action, download, subscribe to, and follow the Locked On Patriots podcast on platforms such as Spotify, the Odyssey app, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, just make sure that you are staying locked in to Locked On Patriots. Once again, my name is Mike DeBate. I thank my good friend Thomas Murphy for his time, his insight, and his appearance on today's pod. But most of all, I thank you so much for listening and for continuing to make Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. Until next time, Foxborough faithful, stay safe, stay well, Always be the change you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, everyone.